So, Patricia, you want some knickknacks? <laughs> Knickknack, Patty White, give a dog a bone. This old man came <laughs> roaming home. <laughs> well, no, we're, not, we're not talking about the riddle, basically. We're here to talk about the uh, the next Pixar shop, which, uh, you know, this one obviously had uh, a, has a lot going for it. I mean, it has a, a pretty hilarious story of a snowman stuck in his globe, and he finds this very attractive, uh, you know, um, Knickknack, which has a, a Miami girl in a swimming pool. So, obviously, he wants to uh, get over there, and uh, obviously, uh, you know, Get to uh, get to know the girl, but unfortunately, he's trapped in his snow globe and uh, doesn't know how to get out. So um, we get this uh, these hilarious um, you know bits where uh, I mean it wouldn't be lost in like a, a what a cartoon uh, cartoon you know on Cartoon Network. It's uh, so they um, he does all these things of like trying to you know, uh, you know use a, a blowtorch to try and get out. He tries to hammer his way out. He tries also all sorts of things to try and happen, and then he gets to the point where he decides he decides to knock the snow globe over and uh, have it try and uh, land uh, you know, onto the floor and uh, smash so basically he can get out. But uh, he then discovers that, oh, hey, there's an emergency exit. So he tries to go out through that, but then lands in the fish tank and uh, but then decides he sees a um, Atlantis girl who is obviously a mermaid. Uh, before he even gets over there, the snow globe falls on top of him and he's trapped not only in the snow globe, but now in a fish tank. Uh, yeah. <laughs> does not go well for our snowman protagonist at all. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yeah, and he does. He is relentless for trying to free himself off of the snow globe so that he could be able to interact with these, um, you know, attractive girls. And so uh, it doesn't go well for him at the end, unfortunately. And I, I think that with uh, how this short came to be. Now, we have to remember that this short was the final Pixar short that was exclusive for just the company to test out their hardware right before they went off and did Toy Story. So all the other shorts that we're going to be talking about after afterwards were coinciding with the Pixar movies. So at this point in time, we're talking about the last bits of the early roots of Pixar. Mm -hmm. And the inspiration for this was that they were inspired by Looney Tunes cartoons, like the likes of uh, Chuck D Jones and uh, various other animators and how they would create all these wacky hijinks for the characters and how they would, you know, go in through like a bunch of funny gags. And so basically they decided to put that together um, as their, um, you know, short. And they were able to like put in a whole bunch of uh, wacky situations that they weren't able to get away with. And definitely if you look back on, you know, all the previous animation shorts, it's definitely the most lively. It's the most upbeat. It's the most colorful. I mean, this is definitely when they were really starting to get a grasp on what 3D animation was capable of doing. Yeah. And also one thing about this as well um we watched the kind of like the censored version of uh, of Nick yeah Nack that's, because, that's another thing we have to mention yeah in the original version uh well she was wearing like a really small tube top with a, a larger bust uh in uh, the the sunny miami character at that point and i think the same with the um i think with the atlantis girl as well so they yeah. they had to tone all this stuff down i think for uh for, i think for uh general consumption but uh i mean the uh but here's the thing about it. even with it all toned down like uh, the technology that they show in this is still all there like uh, they had to uh, edit, edit, they had to like animate the snow glow with all the uh the, the snowflakes lying around in it they had to uh uh, do also all the small little bit of like stones that like are in the fish tank as well like uh, mm -hmm. there was just a, there was so much there that they had to do and uh, i could probably imagine that it was uh, um a, a very a lot of work to like animate you know stuff moving around in water 
as well. So, oh yeah, on top, absolutely, yeah. On top of texturizing everything as well, because uh, again, you have stuff that's you know made out of like you know plastic or tin, or and also you have, to have things that are kind of like bouncy as well. And uh, then you had uh, you know the snowman himself, who well, obviously was made out of some kind of smooth plastic in uh, in in the snow globe, and also had to like be kind of like this. Uh, also waterproof in that there as well so there was a lot of stuff in there that had to be done and um yeah so it all came together in this uh in this knickknack basically yeah even though that they claimed that it was actually pretty easy to do because they they were relying on just geometric shapes as opposed to like doing everything realistic what they did with uh, tin toy in which they were trying to do a baby they were so put off with it that they decided to take a break from animating humans for a while because they felt that the technology just wasn't there yet. And so they did these like really simple shapes like circles and squares and triangles and all that kind of stuff to showcase, um, you know, all the different unique ways of how these displays can be presented. And so I think that with what they were able to do here, I, I think it's really well done. I mean, out of like animation wise, it's probably the best Pixar short that they've done, obviously pre Toy Story. So, uh, you know, major kudos for what they were able to accomplish here. And I think that um, this is when Pixar was really starting to become a major, um, con you know, content with uh how um, animation was going. I mean, in fact, Disney wanted to hire John Lasseter, you know, to work for the company again after he was fired years prior because they were impressed that he was able to win an Oscar for his short film. And then he basically said no. And he even told Ed Kelmel in an interview saying, um, you know, I can go over there and, you know, help the company or I can stay here and make history. And that's exactly what he did. Yeah, Patricia, I have, if, if all those snow globes was on sale, I probably would buy one. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be, I'd be, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually do have them on Disney World or Disneyland, in which, like, hey, if you want to go over to the Disney shops, you can be able to buy them, which, that's actually funny, because I don't think that we've ever, I, I know that we have the Hollywood Studios, and that's where they have, like, the Pixar rides, so maybe they actually do have the snow globes over there, I don't know, that's the only, that's one of two Disney, uh, um, you know, theme parks that we haven't gone to yet. Mm-hmm. Well, so, yeah, until uh, I get my hands on that snow globe, I guess uh, we're going to end it there. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So tune in next time as we're going to be talking about the very first Pixar short that was featured alongside with the Pixar movie, and that's Jerry's Game. Yeah, and uh, stay tuned for this one, guys, because this uh, the guy who features in this one looks vaguely familiar. Hmm, I wonder why.